Justice. Peace. Listener discretion is advised. Here is your Tuesday, December 6th. This is the opener. Man born of a woman must one day soon die. So it don't make a difference if God give us an extra 15 or 51. We come from eternity. We're going to return to eternity. But we got to make the best of the time we have here. And the best of the time is filling your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul with knowledge, wisdom, understanding, culture, refinement, and the high science of life. Love, peace, and happiness. That's fulfillment. And I completely agree with everything that he just said. Um, Parker, JB, you guys got the day off. Hey. I got somebody new that I'd like to introduce you to. Could you, can I, can I borrow to speak for a second? Oh, man, come on, man. Not like that. We not going to do it like that. Come on, come on. I mean, can I get some volume? One, one more game, one more game. Thank you. <laughs> this is justice, y'all. This is my peace, bitch. Today's date is Tuesday, December 6th. Sent her straight to jail, my nigga. Shit is ridiculous. I wonder where she got that idea from. That it's cool to take services and not pay for them. Some people could say the song, I would say America. Services rendered to an unpaid worker. So before we blame the song, Bless this be. Thank you, Pino. Thank you, Pino. I'm gonna try to put a link in the description. I suck at 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 trying to put links inside of the fucking descriptions and shit like that. Anyway, you are listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace Podcast. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. Today's date is Tuesday, December 6th. It is almost time for me to get my motherfucking ass up out of here and go to work. And, hey, we all got to work. We all got to eat. We all got to eat. We all got to work. It works inside of a fucking circle. But I need not get into that. First and foremost, I must issue flowers to my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you, baby. Every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Wow. What what a time. What a time. We got 26 days left of this year. And as I started to compile some of the most, I wouldn't even say shocking, maybe noteworthy events that has transpired in this year alone, I mean, I I almost predicted it that we're not going to get a day where we're not surprised by some crazy shit that's going on on the Internet. That wasn't supposed to do that. But that is the story that I'm about to talk to you about. There is nothing. There's never one day, never one minute, even if you're not looking for it, where you can just relax, where you can just have a relaxed sensitivity on the internet unless you watch like kitten videos and puppy videos and that's all you watch that's like Ari Shafir that's all you watch he's a comedian in case you motherfuckers don't know he's a comedian he's got to stand up out right now um he's got a he's got his comedy special out right now but if you are on the internet outside of the realm of rainbows skittles uh puppies and kittens you're going to see some outrageous egregious Mind-blowing, mood-changing bullshit. Now, this is just one of the stories that I've found, and this is the one that I'm going to lead with today, and I'll tell you why. Could you please roll that footage? First it for a terrifying experience for one Raleigh teenager on a ride home from work. The 17-year-old ended up in the ER here after jumping from a moving car. Okay. Now, usually I let that play, and then I go back up over it. Let me go ahead and try to do this a little bit differently this time in real time because I don't edit my episodes. So they said I didn't even know this. I just thought that this young lady was in a lift. She was in a lift. But now it's come to my attention that she was on her way home from work, I believe, in a lift. In a lift. Let me go ahead and bring it back and then I'll let it play out, all right? First it for a terrifying experience for one Raleigh teenager on a ride home from work. The 17-year-old ended up in the ER here after jumping from a moving car. Isaiah Bowden making that desperate move after a Lyft driver's behavior made her suspicious. And we begin there on this Friday. I'm Amber Rapinta. And I'm Joel Brown. Thanks for joining us. That teenager was on her way home from work when she says the Lyft driver sprayed something inside the car and she immediately started feeling weird. Cindy Bay, live on Fox Road in Northeast Raleigh where this happened. Look, Cindy, she jumped out of that car. Definitely a brave decision. Yeah, and it all happened so fast for Isaiah Bowden, who says that she blacked out after she opened the car door, only remembering where she landed and how she felt scared and was crying. And fortunately, she's back at home recovering from her injuries from the fall. So no broken bones. And she says her suspicion first grew after she got in the lift 
and the driver made comments that made her uncomfortable, such as how she looks good and that he'd date her if she wasn't so young. She then describes how she felt after the driver sprayed something that she says made her dizzy and warm. Okay, now I have to stop it right there. This is something that we as men, if you are a man listening to this podcast, if I hope you love your mama, I hope you love your auntie, I hope you love your sister, I hope you love your cousin, and I know, unless you a piece of shit, that you love your daughter. This is something that we need to start talking to our ladies about immediately. There has been some shit that has been going on across this country all year long with this predatory type of behavior shit that's going on to where these motherfuckers are blatantly trying to fucking kidnap women. If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, on, on I, this is the thing. On a lot of my podcasts, I try to be informative and try to spread information. There are, they're doing these things in the, in the fucking social, not even in the social, in the public uh, area where if a woman goes to her car, there may be a napkin already inside of the handle. That napkin will be tainted with the substance that will drug that woman. There's also a thing to where they're putting zip ties on certain parts of the car, which are identifiers so that this woman is alone, she's uh, uh, vulnerable, uh, shit like that. These are things that should be in the convos with our women. This is some valuable shit right here. Now we have an aerosol spray, some shit that I ain't never even heard of. This motherfucker sprayed the shit in the air and then rolled the windows up. And obviously, he must be used to the side effects or whatever effects it is that this shit has on it. Because if he, if okay, if he knew that he was gonna pass out, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have sprayed the shit and, and rolled the windows up. So did this motherfucker have a mask on or something? I digress. Please continue. When I got in his car, it did smell like cigarettes. So when he sprayed one time, it was already like, oh, it no longer smells like that. But for you to keep spraying it, then roll your windows up, like, I know it's not about me being nervous or anything. I'm just like, I know how it made me feel. I was See, this is one thing I love and respect about people who pay attention to their surroundings. Now, if she was just all in her phone not paying attention to shit, like, ooh, that smell funny. <laughs> all that shit, she could have passed out easily. But she says she automatically knew. She recognized that it smelled like cigarettes when she got in the car. So she knew that this motherfucker smoked, figured that he was spraying some air freshener, but then he sprayed it again and rolled up the windows, and that's when she felt dizzy. I was very scared, but then again, I was more so like, I'd rather get out of this car than, you know, fall asleep in a car with this man, and I don't really know. And she did file a police report with Raleigh police who's looking into it. Now, this is the thing. You know, the Lyft drivers, they have uh, cameras in their car. We've seen this, right? Lyft, Lyft uh, drivers, they install these cameras and stuff inside of their cars. They also just about will let anybody become a fucking Lyft driver. I want to know exactly what what new systematic systematic um. Um, measures are they going to put in place to ensure that the general public is safe? 
under the care of one of their drivers because things could have went a whole lot differently in so many different ways that only I could imagine. And I'm pretty sure you can imagine, too, that I could imagine right off the top of my head. She could have jumped out of that damn car and broke her neck or fucking knocked herself unconscious or put herself in a coma. Or, worst case scenario, he was successful at doing what it is that this motherfucker was doing or try, attempting to do to this young lady. I mean, with the camera being in there, you know, and, and Lyft being the company that it is, we also know that, that this motherfucker who's driving that car is not a minor. Why have they not released the information about who the fuck this guy is? I mean, why not? They're doing everything else without motherfuckers on some other shit. This guy is accused of alleged, what, kidnapping? Uh, 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 the, the sexual advances, would, would, is that some, some sort of charge or something? I'm, I'm questionable about that. But she had to leap from a car. And she was laying in a hospital bed in this, this video that I'm looking at, all scraped and scarred up. So she didn't just jump off of a car that was parked. She really jumped from a fucking moving car, which would indicate that this young lady was in fear for her, her fucking life. What more do you need besides her verbal testimony and not only that, the video, which is an impartial witness, which can definitely give you a bird's eye view on what the fuck was going on inside of that vehicle at the time of this interaction slash altercation. Lyft spokesperson also told us that they are aware and have removed the driver, but that's not all. And what else they're doing is coming up new at five. Reporting in Raleigh, Cindy Bates, ABC 11 Eyewitness News. So they removed the driver. He lost his job. Now, is it a possibility that this motherfucker did this shit before to somebody? Yes. There's a great possibility that this may have happened to another young lady. Is it a possibility that some of these ladies don't want to be in the public spotlight? Yes, there is a great possibility that some of the ladies who have may who may have had encounters with this individual do not want to be under the microscope of fucking the internet, of the fucking internet, or they don't want to be fucking with the internet. Either way, they don't want their picture posted like that. So when it comes to serial, I don't even know what the fuck it is that this guy is trying to do. Uh, serial kidnappers, serial aggressors, um, they get away with a lot of this shit because people not only don't have the time to, to, to file police reports, they don't have the time to follow up in court, but not only that, they don't have the motherfucking time to defend themselves. Now, this lady should not have to defend herself, herself whatsoever, especially if there is footage of what the fuck happened inside of that sedan. We need to see the motherfucking footage. And until we do, we need to hold Lyft accountable for who the fuck it is that they hire. I mean, shit, what the fuck? Good God damn. All right, I mean, I'm, I had to get that out. I mean, shit, 26 days. You can't, you, you really can't get, I really can't get through just one single episode of some happy Dory Rainbow. I don't know Skittles. You can't even say Rainbow no more because that's not associated with like uh, uh, fantastical fantasies. Or maybe it is. I don't know, but it's been hijacked. So I mean, you you really can't talk about too much of anything 
without something terrible being brought to the fucking forefront. Good God almighty. But, yeah, you know, with that being said, it's it's always been a thing on the Internet. Well, not always, but very fairly recently, I should say. Fairly recently, it has been a thing to where people were given this option. And it's an option that wouldn't even be an option to somebody if you were to ask. Uh, I know there are a bunch of people who, who answered this question the right way. And they only play the videos of the people who answer this question the wrong way. But this guy, he answered the question the right way, right? Right? Men lie and women lie, but numbers don't lie. Like, we all know that two times two is four, and four times four is 16. And if you put four times four on the back of a truck, it becomes a Jeep four by four. Look. I just wanted some, some good advice and life advice. Like they offered me five hundred thousand dollars worth of dinner with you. So okay, they offered you dinner with me or five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Like my first so advice just... to you would be to take the five hundred thousand dollars next time. This salmon is delicious. Beyonce pronounces it salmon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was really a question this year circulating around the internet would you rather have dinner with jay-z or take five hundred thousand dollars now first of all no disrespect to the stupid motherfucker who came up with that question but you're a stupid motherfucker you're a dumb you're a diggity dumb 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 ass nigga right there on everything i love i know for a fact that you got a warehouse job nigga and you just some kind of way somebody told you this might be a good thing and all of your friends were in the circle and you kept resharing it and kept persisting it until finally somebody said fucking i'm gonna share this shit but nigga are you crazy hey man I love everybody, but fuck Jay-Z when it comes to $500,000. And I'm pretty sure Jay-Z probably love everybody else too. But it's fuck justice when it comes to $500,000. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't want to sit down and eat no food. There ain't nobody walking this earth that I want to eat dinner with. That I'm willing to trade $500,000 for? Nigga, is you out of your Willy Wonka bubblegum brain? What the fuck is wrong with people? This shouldn't even be a thing. And I'm finally glad that somebody came up with the right motherfucking response. Because if you did turn down the $500,000 to have dinner with Hove, with the GOAT, with the king of New York. Uh, is he the king? I'm, not, I'm from the West Coast. I don't know. Um, if you were to sit down and have dinner with Hove and then tell him, you know, I turned down. $500,000 to sit here with you and, and get some good life advice or something like that. And then the nigga told you, shit, I would have took the $500,000. <laughs> this guy in the video pulled his knife like he was about to do some ninja, ninja dagger shit on Jay-Z. And, and that's the right motherfucking response. Because if someone, let's say this, say you're Jay-Z. And they set up this promotional thing to where somebody's going to have a dinner with you and you don't know all of the, the circumstances and shit like that. And then when you find out what the day is, they tell you, like, man, this fool right here, man, he turned down $500,000 to have dinner with you. 
Would you really still go have dinner with that motherfucking idiot? I wouldn't want to go sit down with some stupid-ass motherfucker who turned down $500,000 to eat with me. What the fuck is we going to talk about, bruh? Like, my nigga, on some real shit, unless you got bank already, but if you a broke nigga and you turned down $500,000 to eat with Hove, what exactly do you have in common with that nigga? What is you going to try to play your mixtape? You going to let him know that your cousin's a killer? Is that what the fuck is up? I, I don't, I, I'm stupid, so I don't know. So I ask questions. I just ask questions. Now, the holiday season is upon us, and we know that people always come up with fucking jingles. I know when I was a kid, there was a famous little jingle. It was a uh, uh, jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, the Batmobile lost a wheel, and Joker got away. Hey, yeah, I think, I think that's how it goes. Uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. But today, I found this one, and boy, it's explicit. So gather the children. I'm playing. You better not let your kids listen to my podcast. You ever just wake up in the morning and realize the lyrics to Slob on My Knob fit perfectly over Carol of the Bells? Who knew? <laughs> Slob on my knob, corn on the cob, check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask, don't have to beg. Juicy is my name, sex is my game. Let's call the boys, let's run a train. Squeeze on my nuts, lick on my butt. Natural curly hair, please don't want touch. First find a mate, second find a place. Third find a bag to hide the whole face. Real name of a recipe, over started to knock and came the odor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Slob on my knob. Christmas edition. That's your commercial. Your commercial for today's Tuesday podcast. Now, listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. And this may be too much information, but I plan to record this podcast much, much earlier. And I had a whole completely different uh, subject matter and all this other shit. And I know I say that all the time, but my fucking iPad wasn't recorded. And when you're on fire, my nigga, you're on fire. So right now I'm kind of sizzling. The fire has subsided to the back burner, and I'm just kind of mad that my shit wasn't charged up. So, yeah, that's just something that's going on right now. But um, play that slob on my knob for your wife or for your husband. I don't care what you do sexually. Play it. For the person who does what that song indicates an individual to fucking do. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know there's a there's a there's still an election going on with uh Herschel Walker and the Warnock guy, and I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Truly, I don't really fucking care. I do not fucking care. I mean, uh uh for for, for Herschel Walker, I mean if that guy doesn't know that he's a puppet, how far does someone have to stick their hand up your motherfucking ass? That's all I have to ask certain people is, is if you don't know that somebody is controlling you, how harder do they have to fist fuck you? It is a question. And, and more and more and more and more, it seems like people are so in the, the mood to try to make everybody happy, that they will blind themselves to what is visually in front of them as a token. That nigga is a token. You can't tell me that he didn't sat down and read one book 
in his motherfucking life outside of a football book. And you can tell that shit because he was talking about vampires and werewolves and he couldn't even, his vocabulary was this, that, damn, and do. So, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, with that election, I cannot give two fucks because it's a token race when that nigga's still involved. But, but it is a race and people do need to vote. So if you are in that district in this country, please don't vote for that nigga. Please don't vote for that nigga. Oh, my God. And for you youngsters, I know you don't understand anything about the voting situation. You will eventually, you, well, if you live long enough, number one of all, and number two of all, if you don't become a fucking felon, you will care enough about the fucking politics because they will reshape not how you live, but also where you live. Not only how you live, but also where you live. My time is growing. It's subtracting fast. Very, very fast. I got 30 minutes to get the fuck up out of here. And I've only been recording for 25. So let me try to find something to end this show for you motherfuckers. I saw this shit and I really didn't get a chance to listen to it. So I'm not going to play it. But let me see this. This is something I want to definitely leave on. Now, I've seen this comedian in real life, I think, twice. I've seen him twice, I believe, here in Sacramento. And everyone wants to always say that, well, that person is prolific and that person is edgy. You know, it's sad that we live in a time where the truth is prolific. It is miserable that we exist in this stage of humanity where the deniable is now plausible. We live in a country right now to where everyone can, they feel like they can just say whatever the fuck it is that they want to say to people like we on the internet and like there will not be repercussions in real life. And that's only because for so long America has been lying to itself. Mr. D.L. Hughley, could you please tell them the truth? You said that the idea of America is opposed to the reality of America. Break that down for the people. Well, when you read the history and the story of America, it's told mm-hmm. through a particular prism, and it's a great place to visit. But when you see the reality of it, the problem with America is that it can't hold up to Google. It can't hold up to truth. Like, we arguing yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you know, the national anthem and, and a stanza down where it talks about killing niggas. It's... it's America was set up to be a certain way. It was unassailable and couldn't be challenged. But facts challenge what we know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And when you see, it's like, you ever seen a hotel, like you're going to book and it's look great on the internet and you get there, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's America. You said that the idea of... There it is. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Yes. To many people on the outside, when they look in and they see America, it looks exactly... Like it is for everybody else except for black people. It looks great. It functions well. It's a beautiful thing. But when you black and you try to get into that building, they don't give you access, do they? They don't treat you the same way. They don't show you the same motherfucking rooms and they showing the fuck don't provide room service in this bitch. So as we enter into a new year, not only black people, but white people and Hispanics and, and Asians, I'm... All motherfucking humanity, as we enter into a new year, can we please 
just please try to be a little bit more mindful of how we talk to each other, a little bit more courteous on how we move. I mean, sometimes you do got to bully your way through. But if you're not in that situation, it ain't no need to rock like that, man. Everybody trying to get to a place in life to where they could be some sort of comfortable, some sort of comfortable. Just try to understand that with me. That's that's how I look at this shit. But yeah, like I said, it's time for me to go. So uh, fuck you. <laughs> wow, you're laughing and clapping. Okay, so let me do it again. Let me do it again. Fuck you. All right, here we go. Yes, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm playing. Yes, this is another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you are good with me. Um, please hit that like. Uh, 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 don't forget to rate, subscribe. Sharon is Karen. Um, and I ain't talking about that white bitch that like to report people. I'm talking about caring about me, your dear friend. If you care about me, it doesn't take much. All I want you to do is hit your thumb on two or three little things and hit the share button so someone else can tell me that my podcast sucks. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.